When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Wednesday Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network. Be amazed. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. The following program is rated U for universal audiences and is considered suitable for listeners of all ages. This is a presentation of Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality. Previously on Robots of the Company. Look, can we get on with this? We're trying to find a way home. We have lots of work to do and... No! No! I'm afraid that's not what all this is about, Captain Pudge. You have been deceived. (laughs) And the real villain has been under your nose all day. And you had no clue. That's what's funny. (laughs) Oh, will you please shut up, Gravehelm? Sorry, my master. Master? What the heck is going on here? Professor, would you like to explain something to us, Potts? As a matter of fact, I would. Lord Gravehelm is correct, my robotic friends. Oh, your true enemy has been in your midst all day, and you hadn't a clue. <laughs> this guy's crazy. Crush him. We smack this guy in the mouth. With pleasure. In fact, I'm gonna knock him into next month. Oh no, not so fast. Don't move an inch from where you stand. At least, not until I've been able to reveal my true self. Grease monkey? Oh boy. And now the exciting conclusion. <laughs> oh, that. Always with the coffee. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yes. About to threaten you. <laughs> but, but, how? I mean, how did you get here? How did you know where to find us? How are you even alive, Dr. Grease Monkey? No! I am not going to answer any of your questions, Captain Butch McManage. Well, um, why not? Firstly, that would be too easy. Secondly, it would take away from the general mystery surrounding my very existence. And thirdly, um, never mind about thirdly. Thirdly is 
pointless and stupid. I hate thirdly. In fact, three is the worst number of the alphabet. One is not the loneliest number. Three is the loneliest number. Take that, three-dog knight. Just how crazy is this bot? Crazier than me. And that's saying something. <laughs> Robots of the Company! are listening to Robots of the Company, episode number 78, Secrets of the Lost Planet, part 2, written by Jonathan Patrick Russell. <laughs> I am such a great actor. I deserve a standing ovation for that performance. You certainly had me fooled. You had us all fooled. Congratulations. So, what do you want, Dr. Grease Monkey? I am not answering any questions. That should suffice. I mean, I am the arch-villain here, which means I call the shots. <laughs> oh, oh, darn. You should really get that terrible cough looked at. You're right. I should. But I am so stuck and busy making you all suffer. <laughs> oh, damn. Who is that? What part of I'm not answering any questions do you bots not get? You're not answering questions, Bart. Ashley. I don't get any of this. Now there's a surprise. Some things just never change. Look, if you don't answer our questions, Dr. Grease Monkey, how will we ever know what you're going to do to us to exact your revenge? So I reiterate, what are you going to do? Bah! Defeated by logic. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Evil things, of course. Oh, that's original. Who are you? You are some new person. I don't recognize you. I don't think I like you very much. I don't like people I don't recognize. We've never met. So how can you know if you like me or not? I don't like anybody. Well, okay. I like Mickey Mouse. But come on. I mean, who doesn't like Mickey Mouse? No. I don't like you. And I don't know you. And this cave is the wrong shade of brown. Well, that would explain it. Explain what? Don't try to confuse me with questions. Dr. Grease Monkey does not have to explain anything to anyone. Dr. Grease Monkey, huh? That's my name. Don't wear it out. <laughs> oh, damn. So, what of it? Who or what are you? You 
are a persistent one, aren't you? And what do you mean? Just as I asked. I have no idea who you are or even what you are. I mean, are you male? Female? Robot? Human? Cyborg? What? I don't understand the question. Look, uh, uh, isn't this all irrelevant? I, I mean, we have evil doings to, um, uh, well, uh, do. So I suggest we get on with it, eh, Dr. Greasemonger? You are correct, Dr. Philpott. You are all now a part of my master plan. <laughs> oh, damn! This is so boring. Why did we choose to remain here while the others go and explore that cave system? Are you losing your mind, Zimtron? Staying behind was your idea. You wanted to avoid work at all costs. Remember, mon ami? Yes. You wanted to stay here and party like it was 1979 or something. No, more like party like it's 3999. When you say something like that, you have to make it more topical sounding lovely. But it isn't anywhere close to the year 3999. It's 3015. Even Lovely knows that. Are, um, are, um, are you bought sure? I mean, I thought it was still um, 2830. 2830? How could you be so far behind, Zindrop? That was 85 years ago, you blockhead. Eighty-five years? Um, are you sure? But but I remember twenty-eight, twenty-nine, like it was um, yesterday. It has to be twenty-eight thirty by now. Dave, can we bug you for one little moment? Certainly. What can I do for you, bots? Dave, will you straighten this dunderhead Zintron out about what year it is? Oh, sure, I can do that. It's the year 1985. What? Lovely is really confused. You guys do nothing but mess with Lovely's head. Lovely is getting out of here before you make Lovely lose Lovely's mind altogether. Or maybe Lovely is just drunk. <laughs> and none of this is even happening. Yes, yes, that's it. Lovely is drunk. Very drunk. Did she just pass out? We, oui, Lovely did indeed pass out. That's what I thought. He's the lucky one. Now, uh, what were we talking about again? Oh, Zimtron, your head is emptier than Lovely's wine glass. Bah! Cassandra, I just wanted to have a private word with you while those guys work out exactly what evil thing they're going to do next. Sure. Speak your mind, Captain Putch. Look, Cassandra, I get that you're really a villain and that you're married and all, but why play with people's emotions? I mean, Crusher told me how you flirted with him when you first came on board the SS Crow, and I also know how you acted with me the night of the big meet and greet party we had a couple weeks back. I don't know, call me crazy, 
maybe even pathetic or delusional, but some part of me really believed you were attracted to me. Now, was I imagining things, or what? Look, Pooch, you said it yourself. I'm really a villain. That's all you need to know about me. Okay, okay, fine. I just had to know, just for my own peace of mind. I really am delusional, then. No, wait, Pooch. I... I just can't let you do that to yourself. There's really no need to beat yourself up like that. I don't understand. If you're just a villain, then why do you care how I feel? You're not delusional, okay? You're a good bot. You're a sweet person. Who knows? If things were different, if I weren't married into this sort of lifestyle, maybe you and I... Well, just maybe. Get it? Honestly, no. I like you, Butch. I may not be much of a person myself. I am not a good bot. I'm bad. Rotten to the core. But believe it or not, I have a heart. I never wanted to hurt you. That night we danced and had that drink and everything else. It did mean something. It just doesn't change anything. But if... No, no, Putch. It can never be. You deserve someone good. Someone better. Someone who also deserves you. And I believe you'll find her someday. Forget about me. I'm not worth it, really. And for my part in all this, I am sorry, Butch. Well, for that at least, I thank you. Take, uh, take care of yourself, huh? Always do. Good luck, Butch. I hope you make it home. Oh boy, so do I. We're almost through. Come on, gang. Let's all push. We need to get these doors open. Do you hear that, Trini? It's getting closer to something is happening. Something is really happening. Oh, Garver, there you go again. It's nothing. It's not real. No one is coming. Nothing will happen. It's simply our deranged imagination. Our? You said our. Well, that means you also hear it. <laughs> I may be mad, but I'm not deranged, sister. Perhaps deranged was a poor choice of words. Think about it. We've been locked up inside the cave system for centuries, and no one has come to find us. Why would anyone come after all this time? Life just isn't that fair, brother. We're in now. The rest of you, wait outside. Wow, would you look at this place. Dr. Grease Monkey. Amazing, isn't it? Indeed it is. And look, as depicted in the hieroglyphics, the two stone statues. 
guardians of this place. Real. They see us. I wasn't imagining things. Shh. Carver. Did you hear that, my master? They spoke. They're somehow alive. Really? Let me examine them more closely. What are they, master? Perhaps we should ask them ourselves. <laughs> Tell us your purpose and what you truly are. There is no need to remain quiet. We know you can hear us. We know you can speak. That chick is abscess. It is indeed. So, you may as well answer my master's questions. You may as well speak to them, brother. You've been waiting for this for an awfully long time. Yes! <laughs> yes! I knew it! You can speak! <laughs> Who are you? My name is Garver. I'm a golem. Well, a robotic golem. And so is my sister there. Her name is Trini. She is depressed. And she seems to think I'm insane. <laughs> Just look at me, Garver. Do I look mad to ye? No. Don't look at me like that, dear. Keep your personal opinions to yourself. That is, if you don't want to. <laughs> this is getting good. Now, you will tell me everything you know about this place. <laughs> Pudge. I had no idea that I was working for Dr. Grease Monkey all this time. It was a clever disguise. I really believed in Professor Bland. I, I, I feel I must also apologize, Captain. I too was taken in. Oh, so I wasn't the only one? That's good to know. Misery loves company, you know. You guys weren't the only ones fooled by that Professor Bland act. No worries. All is forgiven. The thing now is, how the heck are we going to get out of this mess? Oh, there's... No getting out of the mess you're in, Captain. You bots are up to your eyeballs in it this time. <laughs> yeah, it's eyeballs too, and you're the main ingredients. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense, Captain Jammer. It doesn't? Oh, never mind. You're just a blockhead. Do you know that? I, I don't get it. Just forget it. I swear, if we ever get back to our own reality, I'm finding a new job. Great crew you got there, Doc. I can see why you guys never get much done. Now, well, uh, I resent that counting. Resent or resemble it. Hey, 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 Dr. Philbot. <laughs> okay, you will make a fair point, Captain McNuttage. Touche. Okay, the rest of you can come in now. You heard the bot. Let's go. I think you'll find that things are about to uh, really happen for us for once. Now, uh, go on, y'all. Get. Get in there, I mean. Thank you for telling us a 
so much about this place. You've been very helpful. It seems this is the Chamber of Secrets. What does that mean? What kind of secrets does it hold? Apparently, the secrets of this world and the other worlds like it. Shut up. We will now learn everything. And that will lead to ultimate power. <laughs> Damn. Garver. How could you do it, Garver? How could you tell them everything? We were left here to guard the secrets of this place. And now you've given everything away. Sorry. I got carried away. It's been so long since I've had someone to talk to. I got over excited. Well, now I'm really depressed. And you know what that means, Garver. Oh, Trini, please don't. Silence. You will both be quiet now. Far be it from me to tell you what to do, Dr. Grease Monkey. But shouldn't you find out what they're talking about? Um, who is this person talking at me? Why is this person talking at me? Um, uh, uh, forgive my impetuous daughter, Dr. Grease Monkey. Sometimes she speaks out of turn. Gee, Dad, thanks for the support. I think she may have a point. Really? Who is the mastermind behind this scheme? Me, I think. It was me, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. It was me. And that means I'll decide what to do. Then decide. Oh, all right. What did you mean by that, Gollums? Garver, no. Nah, yeah. Really should remain quiet. I can't help myself. You're right. She's thinking of self-destructing. Oh, is that all? <laughs> Very well, then, if that makes her happy. Not happy at all. But at least it won't make me happy. Who cares about you? Um, I care? As do I. Why won't it make you happy? I am losing control of this situation. It, well, I, I mean, who wants to die? I don't, and Trini self-destructs, so she takes me, you, and about half this planet with her! But how is that possible? Because within Trini there's a thermonuclear bomb. If she self-destructs, she'll take all of us with her. You really shouldn't have told him that, Garber. Now they'll try to stop me. Because I want them to stop you, sis. Would rather like to live. <laughs> what is there to live for? So many things. Now, I mean, look around you. There are so many new people to talk to. So much more to learn. I want to live life. I want to know what it means to start living. I mean, I want so many things. I, I, I want to know what love is. And who knows? Maybe there's even a song about that. No, oh, there is. Want me to sing it to you? Don't even think about it, Jammer. Because I think I see where this is going. Don't you see, Trini? There's so much to live for now, and I want to eat life up. I want to taste a rainbow. There's 
impossible. It is! It is! And I know just the thing for that. There are these little fruity candies, and they- Captain Jammer, would you like to shut up before I knock your block off? The guy's trying to save all our lives. Shut up and let him do it. Oh yeah, a good idea. What do you say, Trini? Can we live? Please don't self-destruct. But they'll learn the secrets. Gain power. That's bad, Gerber. No, that's good. We'll only abuse the power a little bit. You will not have the secrets this place holds. What in the name of crackers was that? Uh-oh. It's her. She has awoken. She? She who? The voice of the planet Yo-Yo. The what? This just gets stranger by the minute. Can I run that by us again? It's Tam. What is a Tam? Tam. T-A-M. It means Terminal Action Machine. It is my primary function. To take action against threats to the secrets held here. Oh, shit. This can't be good. I have scanned you all and recognized who is a threat and who is not. I will take action against all who are deemed to be threats to the secrets held here. There will be no need for self-destruction, Trini. Oh, darn. Yee-hoo! I get to live. But what will happen to the rest of us? You will be transmuted. Trans what? What does that mean? Oh, we're a payatri without a yak. Damn it, beaten again. Great, Dad. You've gotten me killed. What shall we do, Dr. Grease Monkey? Bend over and kiss our f- goodbye. Oh, very well then. If you say so, my master. But uh, that's not fair. Who said life was fair? Not to worry, Dr. Ford. We will be avenged. <laughs> <coughs> Farewell, Punch. Goodbye, Cassandra. Is that it? Is it over? It had better be. I'm ready for some serious downtime. Oh, darn. I didn't even get to clobber nobody. I, for one, am glad it's over, and it seems a part of your crew again, Pudge. Can you live with that? Oh, you betcha, Kika. Uh, happy to have you back. Happy to be back, Pudge. The bad news is, we're still trapped in this alternate universe on this strange planet that we know little or nothing about. Yep, but we'll get used to it. After all, it isn't the first time this has happened to us bots. I say we all go and get drunk at Dave's. Who's buying? One moment. Captain Patch Magnatish? Yes, that's me. What can I do for you? Now, it is what I can do for you. Oh, okay. What can you do for me? Just look to your left. All will be revealed. <laughs> It's him! It, uh, 
It sure looks like it, Kika. But I don't understand. What is it, Pooch? Who is that? It looks like another bot. Well, would you look at that? <laughs> awesome. Pooch? I... I don't believe it. Briscoe? Zippity! Don't. Huh? What? Well, now, things just got real interesting. Next time on Robots of the Company. Docking procedures completed, Captain Hancock. We're safely docked in Space City. Thank you, Winnie. I think we figured that out when we heard the loud hissy thump sound. But I'm so glad we have you to explain these things to us. Just happy to do my job, Captain. I'll inform the crew so they can prepare for their furlough. They'll be so excited to get off the ship for a while. You do that, Winnie. With the crew off ship, that'll mean peace and quiet for a while for me. Clems, Tobok, and Jellyfish... At your service. So you've got yourself another mess of bugs, eh? This is getting to be habit forming. It's space termites this time. And let me tell you, they're having a heyday eating away at my engines. Might take me a week or more to fix the damage. Not to worry, laddies. We'll sort this out in a jiffy. You can take care of them. Really. I hope so. Otherwise, we may not have a ship to fly before you know it. You have been listening to Robots of the Company, episode number 78, Secrets of the Lost Planet, part 2, which was written by Jonathan Patrick Russell, and which starred, in order of appearance, Joe J. Thomas as Putch, Steve White as Lord Gravehelm, Joel Nisbet as Professor Bland, Daryl Looney as Popsicle, Victor Aurelius as Crusher, Sally Wiggett as Dr. Grease Monkey, Danny Cutler as Kika, Deborah Adams as Betty, Cat Waterflame as Duke Mikado, Shane Harris as Brick Jammer, Jeff Niles as Dr. Philbot and Zimtron, Gary Erickson as Lynx, Joe J. Thomas as Lovely, Wayne Hayward as Dave, Julie Overson as Cassandra, Glenn Hibbert as Garver, Rachel Rumler as Trini, Shane Harris as Boffin, Stefania Lintonbaum as Tam, and our very special guest was Kyle Boars as... Can you guess who? Well, we're not really revealing it. It may not even be who you think it is. So, ha, it was just Jeff Niles. As Kyle Boars. We're kidding, of course. It was Kyle Boars, but maybe, maybe not who you think he was. Just a little tidbit here from the old creditor. The Robots of the Company theme tune was composed and performed by Patty Light. The incidental music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Post-production editor was Jeff Niles, and he really did do that. The sound designer, script editor, producer, and director was Jonathan Patrick Russell. The series, Robots of the Company, was created by Jonathan Patrick Russell, and the copyright is held by Dream Realm Enterprises. Any rebroadcast or reproduction of this program without the express written permission of the NF- I mean, of Dream Realm Enterprises is strictly prohibited. Ask nicely, we'll let you do it anyway. No writing at all. Thank you for listening. We invite you to visit us on the web. Constantly, every day of your life, dreamrealmsite.com, that's the place to go. Dreamrealmsite.com. And of course, if you'd like to email us with any of your comments or questions, you may do so. It is encouraged at darkbuilding1 at yon.com. We were shocked and amazed and then shocked some more during the making of this audiogram. And boy, were we ever. 
Join us next time as Season 8 continues, believe it or not, with episode number 9, entitled Docked at Space City, aka Bug Hunt 3. And believe you me, you won't want to miss that one. Because it's a lot of fun. And it's episode 9. The season's not over. So until then, uh, this is the creditor, as always, losing his voice, but asking you to please, please, oh please, stay tuned. program is copyright 2015 all rights reserved and is brought to you by dream realm enterprises the journey continues <laughs>